Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. There behind the glass stands a real blade of grass. Be careful as you pass. Move along, move along. Come inside, the show's about to start. to another broadcast of Doomsday Talk Radio. I'm your host, Pastor Harry, here on Block Talk, org, our band sites, and with me, my original co-host, Danny. Hey, Danny. How you doing, Pastor Harry? Okay. How are you today, Danny? So far, so good. It's, been, it's just a miserable day outside, though. Well, what it is, right? Weather is yep. the weather. But um, whether you like it or not, it's the weather. <laughs> but anyway, here we are. And, wow, you know, right now we're talking about a lot of things happening in the world today. We're clearly in the biblical end times. And uh, <clears throat> this entire nation is reeling from the <laughs> latest school shooting massacre. And... <clears throat> um, we just got through another shooting massacre in uh, Georgia last week. I mean, in uh, Buffalo, New York last week. We're going to talk about all these things. Why is this all happening? But, you know, as we always say, you know, sad but true, pathetic but pathet- prophetic. As pathetic as it is, it's that prophetic. This is the only radio broadcast that I know of anywhere on planet Earth, any sermon, any podcast, anything. It's teaching the truth. Uh, of the Bible and who Jesus is. And that simple, profound truth is that Jesus is the Christ, the literal son of a living God, not one-third of some pagan Hindu trinity that came about, histor- history books say, between about 140 and 200 A.D., and in 325 A.D. became the uh, cornerstone of all Christianity up till today. So all Christianity today is based on a falsehood, and that's why there's no power of God, there's no love of God, there's no peace of God, the churches are dead, and that's one thing, another contributing factor to this great rise of violence in the world today, that people, young people go to these churches and they see no hope, they see nothing, and that just adds adds to the equation that we're going to talk about but um yep when you when a person acknowledges and accepts jesus as the christ the son of a living god that and repents that is the first step in their in their eternal life with god it's their first i was step in one of those 
on the I was in one of those Christian chat rooms, and uh, I told them I didn't believe in the Trinity, and they, they called me a rare Unitarian, whatever that means. Well, they're going to call you all kind of things, but what they're not going to do is accept the truth. Because, yeah. you know, you say, why? What What's so hard about accepting that? Well, what's so hard is... It's not just accepting that the Trinity is false and Jesus is truly the Son of God, the literal Son of a living God. That, that in itself, that well, the Trinity is confusing to a lot of people, but that in itself isn't the, it's only part of the problem. The problem is all of the false salvation views connected to the fake Trinity. Salvation right. by faith alone, by believing in the fake Trinity. So as long as you believe in that, you're guaranteed your place in heaven and that really means you can do whatever you want right you you can do whatever you want and you're going to heaven you can literally sin your way to heaven according right. to these religions they'll say you can't but in reality yes you can you're literally sinning your way to heaven whether it's a catholic uh priest waving a wand over you telling you your sins are forgiven say 10 Hail Marys which is another sin or whether it's um, Protestantism and belief in a dogma by faith alone so it's the fact the Trinity is connected to a false salvation view saying you can do whatever you want and you're going to heaven you're already in heaven and that's basically what why people hold so strong to that trinity, Danny, because it, it's allowing them to do whatever they want. Versus, That's true. You know, there's nowhere, right. there's no, I've read, you know, a couple of verses that may make people think that Jesus is God, but I've never read, read a single verse in the Bible that says the Holy Spirit is God. And, and they completely made that one up out of nothing, thin air. Well, they made it up because they wanted a Trinity God like all the other pagan nations had. So they they twist that into a, a Trinity God, right? They have right. they have a, a God named the Father. They have a God named the Son. So they needed a Trinity God. So they made the Holy Spirit as God number three as one. They just created yep. this bizarre Hinduist. It's based on Hinduism. It's clearly based on Hinduism of uh, Brahman, the creator, Shiva, uh, Vishnu, the preserver, and Shiva, the destroyer. It is no different than it's paganism. Everything yeah, it is. In, in Christianity today is pagan. From Sunday Which of the worship, seven churches have problems with paganism? They all had paganism. In, in 90 AD, when the churches were beginning, when Jesus singled out those seven churches, <laughs> paganism had already infiltrated six of those churches. Satan was getting the ball rolling in totally corrupting Christianity as early as 90 AD. So all, all the churches were developing forms of paganism building. All of them. They were all <laughs> on the path of paganism. And, and as as time went on, and the Jews were dispersed from Israel, and the first, the, the Judaic-based churches were gone in Jerusalem and surrounding areas, paganism took more and more of a hold. 
until Christianity is unrecognizable from what, what it was in, in the first church in Jerusalem. Can't even recognize it. Right. So paganism, paganism or Satanism has started to take hold as early as 90 AD. Forsaking love for knowledge is, is paganism. Knowledge is the path to heaven is would be a, a form of paganism. Uh, one yeah. one church w- was practicing all type of sexual sins, paganism. So it was it was il- infiltrating all the churches except for one church, the Church of Philadelphia, who kept Jesus' word pure with perseverance. They kept his word pure in doctrine and in practice, and that that's the church that will uh, be taken in the first of two raptures very soon in this world that's the church we believe that god will raise up today as as a light to this world and that's the church that for all those listening and listening to the show they should be part of today the the church that has a, a worthy walk with god and jesus talked a lot about worthiness then in the bible yeah, in the Gospel of Luke, yeah, he told us. He said, May, "Be careful that your hearts aren't overcome with drunkenness, and partying, and and, and carousing, and the cares of life. That the day will come upon you unaware. But pray right. always that you were counted worthy, right, to escape all the things that shall come to pass and stand before Him. And He said it would come as a snare upon the whole world. In the preceding verse, That's true. so." All right, really, everything we do in this life, Danny, every choice we really make in this life, real choices are either going to be a choice that continues us on the path of worthiness, of earning your crown of life, or it's going to be a choice that's uh, unworthy, that's putting us on an unworthy path with God. You can't have it. We can't have it both ways. Worthy choices or unworthy choices. That's what it really comes down to. And that's that's what, what, what free will is all about. So one one day in the near future there will be a a group of people that may are making the worthy choices. They're choosing to follow Jesus in spirit and truth. They're choosing to do the things that God leads us to do. And Things God leads us to do are not hard if you want to do them. If you don't want to do them, well, they become as hard as moving an elephant. That's true. Right. Right. Exactly, Danny. So it it all comes down to the choices that we we choose to make. Are they going to be worthy choices or are they going to be unworthy choices? You know, and and these choices have to do with virtually every part of our life. Can't like make boxes of what's what's a worthy what's worthiness, what isn't. You know, everything we do basically is going to reflect uh, of a worthy choice or an unworthy choice. And Jesus uh-huh. said, if if you make worthy choices, well, you're going to be persecuted, and and shunned and hated and mocked and everything else because you've made the worthy choices. But he said, rejoice, for yours is the kingdom of heaven. But it, it all comes down to that, Danny. Free will. What choices are we making in life? 
Every day we're, right. we're faced. Every day we're faced with a. Every day we are faced with a choice, and of a of a worthy choice to make for, with God or an unworthy choice. And nothing nothing will change that. Nothing nothing can change that fact. So. Right. Right, so when you read the seven churches, you say to yourself, hey, I, w- I want to be part of a church of Philadelphia. I want to be the, the church that, um, that was walking in the spirit and truth of God. I want to be the church that, that's not denying who Jesus is, who's lifting up Jesus as the Christ, the son of a living God. And you want your life to reflect these worthy choices every day. That's, that's what it's about. You know, so, I mean, yeah. So if 20 people have heard this radio broadcast in the last month, I I hope that all 20 are on the path of worthiness. And the path of worthiness is making these worthy decisions every day rather than the unworthy decisions. That's what it really comes down to. And um, it's that simple. There's, There's no other way to put this, Danny. It, it is that it is that simple. Mm-hmm. You, you know, um, we're going to talk about this school shooting, all the problems in our culture today, everything. But there, there again, you have a twelve-year-old child. They want they want to they want a video game that you know is violent. It's evil. It, it's satanic. But what do you do? Do you say yes or do you say no? This, this is this is not good and explain to them why it's not good. It's, it's, mm-hmm. um, it all comes down to the choices we make. And that eventually yeah. would be a, a worthy walk with God or an unworthy walk with God. And one day in the future, there will be a group of people, probably, I mean, my guess is 144,000 people, just my guess, did have a worthy walk with God, did identify with the Church of Philadelphia. Uh, yeah, it starts with who Jesus is, the Christ, the Son of a living God, not the fake trinity, but that's just step one. That's one step in your in your walk with God. That's your first real worthy worthy step with God. What's your second worthy step? Well, that's all up to what we choose. Right? It would all be up to what we choose every that's day. True. Yeah. I know, Danny. It's that simple, and uh, that's why some people uh, they're looking for complicated answers out there when things are are this clear and, and are this simple. So we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back here on Doomsday Talk Radio. <laughs>
incredible music for the circus people have turned the churches into today. And welcome back to Doomsday Talk Radio. I'm your host, Pastor Harry, here on Block Talk, org, our band site. You can call our show at 347-426-3416. And I'm here with my original co-host, Denny. Hey, Denny. Still with you, Pastor Harry. That's amazing. But, yep, no, seriously, yep, you are, Denny, and... Um, yeah, and we were talking about choices and things. And now, again, in the last two weeks, we're faced with uh, another mass shoot, second mass shooting, another school massacre. And people act shocked. They act stunned. Did there, did somebody, did an 18-year-old would do this? But look at the culture of violence in America today. Look, look at the culture of violence that we have chosen to have i mean ki- kids are playing the most violent video games imaginable um yep. the churches are dead the kids get nothing out of going to a, a drag to a church are getting nothing out of it um our music is violent our movies are super violent glorifying violence the music glorifies violence uh uh, even television shows glorify violence. Everything today is glorifying violence, promoting violence, promoting evil. Um, for all we know, this late, latest school shooter, 18-year-old kid, he could have been playing the most violent sh- video games imaginable for the last 10 years of his life, just locked in a they room playing that, violent games. They said that... Uh... Most mass murderers want to be remembered because they, nobody cares for them or treats them with any love during this life, or and so they want to be remembered. So then they go out and do mass shootings, which is different from a serial killer because a serial killer kills for some kind of pleasure. Well, I mean, let's face it, Danny. They, they may want to make a statement, but they seem to enjoy what they're doing. That's true. When that student went in, when that 18-year-old went in that classroom massacring a, it was, a group of fourth graders, he wasn't crying over it. He was enjoying it. It was a suicide attempt, I think. Yeah, but it's... Because he it's knew he whole, was going to be shot by the police. Yeah, but he could have just killed himself. He wanted to He wanted to massacre people. He wanted to kill people. That's he true. said he did. Um, he posted he's going to kill his grandmother. And then a few minutes later, he shoots his grandmother in the face. Then he posted right. on on Facebook or somewhere that he wants to massacre an elementary school. And then he went and massacred an elementary school. So it's clearly what he chose to do, what he wanted to do. Yeah. Now he oh, he made, chose evil. I don't even doubt that. But I, I still have some kind of empathy for him because I know he was not treated right by people. Well, he, he wasn't treated right. He was probably bullied. He was probably had not much love or none. He he had some type of a, a support system, a grandmother, a grandfather. Yep. Um, but he ultimately chose a path of of mass murder. Nothing. That's true. No, nothing can change his choice. But we're looking at we're looking at factors, and we don't know how. Um, if he was bullied and things, probably some bullying occurred. 
and, and things like that and alienating a child more and yeah. the violence. I know they alienated him. This is this is Texas we're talking about. They probably alienated him every day. Right, and the the violence, but the violence. Uh, 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 I'm I'm sure that this kid played hours and hours of violent video games. There, there's oh, I'm no sure way. There, there, there's no way and watch violent movies of killing and glorifying shooting and murders. Or, or else, why would he have got these ideas? Yeah, I was you in think- McDonald's today, and I noticed this little girl. She must have been nine, ten years old. She came into McDonald's with a big Chucky doll. So I was like, what kind of parent would buy their kids a Chucky doll? A parent that makes wrong choices, that's did, did, did following evil. A parent that doesn't yeah. A parent that doesn't care. A parent that doesn't say no. A parent that's not following God, then. Right. In spirit and truth, right? A parent that says no. Chucky's a bad movie. It's a serial killer doll. We, you don't. Why? Why would you want a doll that kills people? Kills. Yeah, people exactly. With a knife. Why would you want a game, a doll like that? See, it's a total failure of the parents, really. The child is just really the victim of whatever his parents allowed. Right. They, they see things on TV and want it, but you don't have to get that for your child. You don't That's have. That's true. But right, so we don't know how many how many bad bad choices went into this uh, this eighteen year old's mind. But clearly, his mind was filled with violence and hatred and evil, and he he acted upon should, this. I think they should wait till the child is a little bit older before they allow him to buy any kind of gun. Well, we're going to talk about young. that later. Well, even your statement: Why should a child have a gun? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's it's it, like that uh, that one character the. the fellow that went to the court case he said it was self-defense and he was just a child with a with a semi-automatic rifle and he had to go to court he was just 18 years old Kyle Rittenhouse well yeah well he put himself he chose to put himself in a very bad place he put himself in a place where it's almost guaranteed he's going to have to use that gun to defend himself right yeah you you can put yourself in bad bad places Danny and that's another thing that happened but he just didn't go around just start shooting people he put himself in a bad place this kid actually just like the 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 18 year old in Buffalo almost what 10 days ago decided to go into a top supermarket and start shooting minority mostly minority people full of hatred you you must have hatred in your heart or you're not going to want to hurt anyone. It, it, there's true. no, there's no way that that shooter in that school wasn't filled with hatred and anger, or he wouldn't have done that. Hatred yep. and anger and the de- demonic influence, and all this culture of violence that produces these, these helps to produce these young killers. That's that's a lot, amazing. Of, a lot of children are to, are from divorced families and divorced families one parent pits against the other parent and it creates hatred in the in the, in the family with 
with the children. Great, uh, great problems like that and all, but it still doesn't create make a serial killer. Or you would right. have how many divorces there are today, Danny? And so many. Oh, almost every marriage happening. fails. Almost every one of them. Yeah, but then, then, but you don't have a million serial killers. You That's know, true. You don't have a, right. There's a lot of a lot of factors went went into this thing, and now it's going to become another. Uh, this in itself becomes another major um, debate with two extreme sides of either people that want to totally ban all guns, one extreme versus people that want the free flow of guns of any kind to anyone, 18 years or up or older. And it's two extremes and there's no compromise. The few voices of reason are silenced by extremism. But one, one fact's for sure, Danny, this this child, this 18-year-old shooter was filled with hatred, violence, anger, and wanted to hurt people. And that's yeah. what he did. Um, no one shoots their grandmother in the face because you love your grandmother. No, no. What, did you, what did you think of the police not going in to the, to the school for an hour before they went in and tried to confront him? So I didn't. I didn't hear uh, any uh, time length. I, I didn't hear. I didn't. I didn't hear it was an hour. I didn't hear it was ten minutes. I didn't hear hear anything about that. That's. They said they had the border patrol show up, and that's when that's when somebody actually went in. But it took them an hour before they went into the building. I don't know if I don't even know if that's true, Danny. I I I didn't hear it was an hour. I, oh, okay. I don't. If it was an hour, I think he would have killed a lot more people. Yeah, that's what I thought too. If it was an, I, I, I don't, I don't quite. That doesn't make sense to me. Five minutes no, would make sense. Either. No, an hour, no, because he only, he, he was only able to uh, massacre one, yeah, one classroom. So that, I don't believe that. But here, I heard here's the, the parents were asking the police why did, why didn't they go into the building and do something. Some of the parents that were on the scene was like, give me a go and I'll go in. Well, they may have went in. It don't mean they're going to come out. But That's true. But the real point being missed is this whole thing, Denny. All these troubled kids out there, all this demonic influence from video games, movies, TV, music, music videos, everything. Uh-huh. What? Why is an 18-year-old kid that's not allowed to buy beer till he's 21, that's not allowed to buy cigarettes till he's 21, how is he allowed at 18, the day he turns 18, to walk into a gun store and buy an assault rifle and 300 rounds of ammunition? Yeah, it's ridiculous. Right. That is totally ridiculous. And that is the real, that is the elephant in the room that neither side uh, will, will touch in these extremists. One side wants to take away all guns. The other side wants the free flow of, of all guns. But no, 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 you, you, you should have to be 21. I've said this many, many times on this show, Danny, and after many, many school shootings and massacres, no one should be 
it should be you must be a minimum of 21 years old to purchase a gun in the United States. Period. I wonder if they should have some kind of mental health thing before you purchase a gun. Like you need to you need to go through an exam before you purchase a gun because too many mentally ill people are, are buying guns. Well, that's true as well. But then you have to start someplace. And the most intelligent thing would be 21 years old. If that kid had to be 21 years old, guess what? There would have been no shooting massacre. That's true. Would there? Nope. No. Did you know the day he turned 18, he went and bought that assault rifle? The day he turned 18. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. The day he turned 18. Well, what if he had to be 21? Well, then all those little children would be alive today, not dead or shot apart in hospitals trying to save their life. Two dead teachers, all this grief, all the trauma, all the misery, all the blood, all the horror. It simply would not have happened if this teen had to be 21 years old. He couldn't go buy a can of beer. He couldn't go buy a cigarette, but he can go buy an assault rifle and 500 rounds of ammunition. It makes no sense. Yeah, exactly. It's mindless. No, I don't. No. And and I don't know how anyone could uh, call this program and try to justify that. There is no way to justify it. And this is a total failure of our entire culture and, and society to allow this. And it, it happens time and time and time again. And they just keep fighting and fighting and gets nowhere. So we're going to take a quick break. Be right back. And here's a song. If any song would be more fitting for America in this world today in these end times, here it is. And we'll be right back.
Straight Talk Radio. I'm your host, Pastor Harry, here in Block Talk, org, a man site. I'm here with my original co-host, Danny. Hey, Danny. How are you doing, Pastor Harry? Okay. So back when you'll be talking about this, uh, we are in the end times. Gia said violence will it'll be the time of the end will be as the days of Noah when violence and, e- and evil filled the earth. That's what we're seeing today. Right. And um, it should shock no one that we have the most violent culture in the history of planet Earth, and we allow 18-year-olds to go buy assault weapons, and shooting massacres are going to happen. And it, it is totally, utterly ridiculous. And that that is missed in, in all this in all, because all you're going to see on TV is the two extreme sides fighting each other. Complete gun ban- control and banning versus buy whatever you want. Well, the truth lies, as always, in the middle. But there's no middle ground. The few people with uh, common sense views are, are drowned out by the extremists. But right. uh, there's no way a troubled, bullied, full of hatred, anger, violence, teenager can go on a shooting rampage if he doesn't have a gun to go on a rampage with. That's true. And if that teen had to wait till he's 21, well, maybe he would have made a totally different decision. Maybe something would have changed his entire life, the whole path of his life. Teenagers don't even know what sex they are. They're born a female, but they might think they're a male, so they... Teenagers are are so confused nowadays, they don't even know what to believe. Well, I don't know if they're that confused, but there are forces trying to make them confused. Yeah. I mean, I've yet to, there may be a few, but they're trying to confuse them, Danny. But I I haven't haven't met, well, the few teens I met, they seem to know what they are. But they're trying to confuse people. They're They're more trying at the elementary school level. That's where they're starting to, to confuse children, which is yeah, all part are. of Bible prophecy, right? It's it's all part of the this coming uh, religion called Mystery Babylon. This religion, this sex cult that the Antichrist will bring, it'll sweep the world. Panism, sex with anything, you know, just trying to confuse children. That maybe little boys are really little girls, and maybe little girls are really little boys, and it just confuses them. So it's not that teenagers today that are so confused. They're trying to confuse the elementary school kids. But yeah, they are. And they're, and they're, they're <clears throat> unfortunately, it's everywhere. They they don't know they they don't know what they believe about guns. They don't know what they believe about murder because video games make it seem okay. It's it's almost ridiculous. Right, but then again, why are parents allowing their children to be exposed to these things? Yeah. Why? That's the question, isn't it? Yeah, it's true. I mean, how can an 11-year-old child buy one of the most violent video games on the market? Can't. Can't. How does a child get it? From? Parents buy it. Parents buy it, or their parents bought it for an older brother or sister, and they gave it to them? Maybe I Santa mean, but, Claus bought them. Maybe Santa Claus bought it for him. Well, we all know that what that lie goes <laughs> to. And, 
<laughs> yeah, right? exactly. And that's just more evil. Blame it on Santa. No, you can't blame it on Santa when the per- parent is Santa. You know, it, yeah, it, exactly. In Satan's disguise. No, you can't do that. But you see what's happening, Danny. The Bible says what we reap, we sow. And we've sown the most violent culture on the planet, and now we're reaping it. Yes. But um, yeah, you're not going to see any common sense gun laws, but there should be. I mean, in reality, you should have to be 21 in this country to to even buy a BB gun. There, there's there's no no excuse for this, Danny. There, there never was right. and never will be. And then um, why, why does a child, why does a 21-year-old need to go buy it, uh, an assault rifle that can shoot 30 rounds of military ammunition in, in eight seconds and then have 15 other magazines? What do they need that for right. either? They don't. I mean, no. If a, if an eight, if that kid liked guns so much and shooting, he should have joined the military. Exactly, and, and that's if, what I thought. And if the military said that he's mentally disturbed, he's unfit, then they would have discharged him. But yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, you you have to blame our society is is to blame for, for right. This. Um. Well, I know one thing. I was a mentally disturbed child, and if, if somebody would have gave me a gun when I was that age, I would have done nothing but get in trouble with it. Right. Well, thank thank God no one did. But yep. look, I mean, um, now Texas is just trying to look at blame of the grandfather. Did he know the kid had, had this gun? He only had it for a right. week. But the point is they won't look at themselves. They refused to look at themselves that he was allowed to go into a store the day he turned 18 and buy an assault rifle and go on a massacre. That's true. That, that is the truth that people cannot get out of. That's the elephant in the room. Yes. And what if you had to be 25 years old to buy an assault weapon? I don't think See? I was mentally stable until I was 30. Right, but but the but the point is, it should be twenty one years old. It should be, not most of what should be never will be, but what should be is across the board, twenty one years old to buy a gun. That would be the common sense way, but that nobody's on the common sense path today. There's the people right. that want the free flow of guns no matter what, and there's people that want to disarm the the country. And that's that, that's the two extremes. And people could talk about hardening the schools, more policemen in schools, uh, more more alarm systems, more of this, more of that, more everything. The people talking about that are people that are in denial. Did an 18-year-old should not have access to guns like that? Should right. not be able to go into a store and buy any gun. But a lot of states allow it. Most states allow it. So they can only really blame themselves. Yeah. Right? I mean, the state of Texas should take a good, hard look at themselves. That's true. Right. Take a good, hard look at themselves and their laws and their culture. 
But there, there is no way, like I said, children with violent toys, parents are making wrong choices. They should, they should say no and tell their children why, because violence is bad. It's wrong to hurt people. Uh, there's a total breakdown in our entire culture. The total breakdown in everything, and that's what we're seeing in these end times. And, and, and right now, the, the weather systems are out of control. We're, we're faced with with um, new plagues. They're terrifying people with monkeypox. There's talk of global famines. There's mass food shortages come here now and coming. I mean, there's a baby formula shortage still going on and getting worse. They're talking about a major sugar shortage. Um, they just recalled all Jif peanut butter for a possible salmonella contamination. Well, what's that going to produce? Then people are going to rush out and start buying all the other brands of peanut butter. Now you're going to have peanut yep. butter sh- shortages across America. The price of gasoline is going up higher and higher and higher. So people are slowly. The, our, yeah, our I'm work, trying to figure. Right. I'm trying to. I'm trying to figure out how uh, my limited money is going to afford all the food I need for a whole month. It's ridiculous. It is ridiculous, and it's getting worse and worse and worse. And that's what they want, nonstop chaos. And because the people, the global elite, this Luciferic elite of billionaires that is running this world is, is deliberately creating this scenario. Eventually, they're... Within the next eight years, they're going to crash the whole world system. And, and they're going to have people screaming for order. And from chaos will come order, their new world order of Lucifer. And that's where we're heading. And um, this violence. You told me one time. Right. You, you told me one time you can't change, the, you can't create a new system without first destroying the old system. No, you can't. So that's what we're seeing right now, the destruction of the world economic system. And if you, 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 you Google or listen to the World Economic Forum, that's exactly what they're talking about. A great reset yeah. of our entire economic and social system. And it's happening. Uh, who knows what the price of gasoline will be soon? $6 a gallon? $7 a gallon? $8 a gallon? They're talking mass food shortages. Russia is literally blockading the the ports of the Ukraine so they can't get any any food out. India or is in. now stop we're in. India is stopping the uh exporting of all uh sugar. That's gonna raise the prices of, of all food even more across America. I mean things are get starting to get to be a dire situation you're talking about energy uh, uh, shortages uh, rolling blackouts and brownouts this this summer season in America yep. and this is only 20 the summer of 2022 so we're really looking I believe at about an eight-year plan of the total destruction of our of our entire world economic system and I agree it's a controlled destruction and it's controlled it's controlled shortages baby food formula uh 
major shortages. Now it's peanut butter. It'll be sugar. And then also what happens is people get full of fear and they run out and panic buy, and they start to panic buy and they'll buy out all the peanut butter off the shelves in one day. So that creates right. the food shortage for tomorrow. Then there'll be a jelly recall and then people will panic or they'll buy, do it anyway and start stockpiling jelly. There'll be no peanut butter. You were talking about a dog too. food shortage on the next on the last radio show. Uh, there's yes, already a cat food shortage where I'm at. Well, if there's a cat food shortage, then people are going to start buying dog food. And then people will panic, and there'll be a dog food shortage. And then what are people going to do when there's no dog food for their pets? Then you're going to have a human mess. food if they can't afford it. And what if they can't afford the human food for themselves and their beloved pet? Then I don't what? know. Maybe they'll, have, maybe they'll take it to the pound or something. I don't know. They can't yeah. keep it because they can't afford it. There'll be mass euthanasia of dogs and cats, which is part of, of the plan. What are people going to do? Re- release them into the into the woods, and then you'll, they'll come back as as rabid uh, packs of dogs everywhere. Yeah, it's we're, That's we're true. Looking, we are looking at a situation, and they spread more disease and more plagues, like rabies. Ninety nine percent fatal. We're looking at weather patterns out of control. Um, another major earthquake just hit Peru, 7.2 in the Richter scale. That's powerful enough to yeah, level any, any building in Peru in that area where it hit. I mean, we're we're seeing we're seeing a dramatic rise in. Uh, look at Putin waging war, nonstop in the Ukraine, threatening nuclear war against the United States, threatening it because we're fighting a proxy war of the U.S. They want to send them $40 billion of aid. Putin, they just sent him to Ukraine a massive shipment of um, missiles, and Putin blew it up. So Putin is fighting against this new world order. He thinks he can stop it. There's political parties in America, the Republican Party, factions of that think they're going to stop this new world order or making a mockery of it, or make light of it. They're not going to stop what's coming, because it's Bible prophecy. Right. God is going to allow the Antichrist, Satan's son, to come, the Antichrist, the beast, and take over this world, and force a Luciferic New World Order on, on this planet for 1,260 days. Right. God can't, gave us free will, he can't make people choose him, can't make people love him, but he can make people choose, and that's what's coming. But there will be a group of people, the Church of Philadelphia, who have chosen to follow Jesus in spirit and truth, who have consistently made worthy choices and overcome temptation, and they receive the crown of life. They'll be taken in the first of two raptures. So as we as we began the show, it's how we're ending the show. It all comes down to free will and what we do with it, Denny. That's true. And nothing can change that. Uh, America has chosen a culture of mass violence and easy access to uh, weapons of destruction, salt weapons. Look at what happened. Um, 
people, you know, this is the choices we we make, and we live with the consequences of of what we choose. I mean, these yeah, this true. is right. This is reality, and nothing you can't change reality, no matter what you try. And so it all comes down to our free will and choices. And um, a lot of people, whoever listened to the show today, what what. What are they doing with their free will and their choices? You know, I mean, anyone can choose today to decide to, hey, I am going to follow Jesus for real in spirit and truth as the son of a living God. I'm going to be led by the Holy Spirit. I am going to do, make the worthy choices in my life that makes God happy. We, we all have that. We all have that ability, Danny. It's in us all. But how many right. people will choose that? Very few. Very few, very, exactly. Very few. And they'll continue down the path they're on. To where? It's 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 not gonna lead to heaven in the first of two rapture events. That that's pretty clear. Not not in any way, not in any shape, and uh, not in any form. No. Right. So it all comes down to free will, and what are we doing with our free will? What are we doing today with our free will? And you know, um, yeah, we're, we're, right. All right. What choices are we making in life? Are our choices worthy or unworthy? Well, but most people make wrong, unworthy choices. And then they wonder why they have a lot of problems or they make unworthy choices because uh, they seem easier or it may, it's what they, it's what they enjoy, but it doesn't make it right. No, it doesn't. No, no, it doesn't. And that's what we, we are all faced with every day. And when this show ends, we, we are all faced with, our free will, what choices are we going to make? And it's always a question of the Holy Spirit is leading us to make the right choice, a worthy choice, and our human nature and the devil is leading us to make the wrong choices. And we have to decide, um, we have to decide what choice we make the choices. God doesn't mm-hmm. make God doesn't make the choices for us. Nope. You can't pray, God, help help me make the right choice. Or choose for me, God. Doesn't work like that. We make the choices that are worthy or unworthy. And consistently making wrong choices we don't have a worthy walk with god so we're not going to escape the things to come make the worthy choices that when as we've all we will constantly given opportunities and we're, we can, we maintain the path to heaven yeah and nothing can change this this is like written in stone that, that. And some some people repent of their sins, but then they do the sin again. So that's not really repentance. No, well, re- repent means it just doesn't mean to be really sorrowful and remorseful for your sins. 
It also means that you want to change. Yeah, so exactly. You're not going to keep doing it. A little kid keeps punching his little brother, and then he says he's sorry, and the next day punches him again. Well, is he really sorry? Nope. No, because if he was really sorry and didn't want to hurt his little brother, then then the child would stop hitting his brother. Yeah, exactly. Right, exactly, Denny. So, you know, people can say anything, but their actions prove their actions prove what they really believe. In the in the Lord's Prayer, it says, "Forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us." Uh, uh, why do we have to pray that prayer every day when we should be not sinning anymore? Why am I covering sins that I didn't know I did, or no? The, the by praying that prayer every day, it's a prayer of priorities. It, it's putting it's your it's putting your priorities in order with God. It's letting the Holy Spirit speak to our heart. So it, right. if somebody does you wrong, and you're not forgiving them, well, you pray that prayer, and then you get kind of convicted, wouldn't you? Yeah, you would. Yeah, praying you're praying to do God's will on earth as it is in heaven. And then as soon as you're done the prayer, you go out and do what you want. The, yeah. the, the, the Lord's Prayer is really, it's, it's our priorities. You pray it because that's what you want. you want. You want to do God's will. You pray, lead us not in the temptation, but deliver us from evil. Well, if that's your prayer, then you're not going to five minutes later go down to the local bar. Yeah, that's true. Um, if you're praying, deliver us from evil, then how can you go out and partake in evil? Exactly. See, it, it, it's a prayer of priorities, and it's a prayer of what what should be in our heart when we pray that prayer every day. And God can use that prayer to to help us. So if you don't pray that prayer every day, how can God... Lead and guide you. Can't. No, you can't. So that's why we pray the Lord's Prayer. But it's not just praying it. it it's it's wanting it. When Jesus it's, said, pray always that you're counted worthy, did he mean to literally pray all of every, you know, every second of every day the Lord's Prayer over and over again? No, not every second of every day. He meant to make the worthy choices. It, again, it's all about making the worthy choices. Yeah. What did he mean by pray always? Should I pray once a day, twice a day, ten times a day? Well, be What's always? Always is, you could say daily. You could say be be in prayer with God. But worthiness is is more than praying. It's making the worthy choices. I know the Hebrews, they put a little prayer box on their forehead so that they'd be praying always because the prayer is on their forehead. Well, the prayer, but it's deeper than our forehead. It should be in our heart, soul, mind, and strength. I mean, That's well, true. Yeah, I mean, right, What what is in our heart? What do, What's in our heart is what we want. What do we want? 
when we're born from above, we receive God puts desires in us to love him and follow him and, and his son. And we pray right. the Lord's Prayer. But we pray the Lord's Prayer, then we should do the Lord's. We should want to do the Lord's Prayer. I agree. Yeah, I mean, so it's not about praying and praying and praying 15 hours a day. It's about making the worthy choices of life in your daily life, in every day. Yeah. You can't keep praying, God, God, make me worthy. God, make me worthy. No, well, make you, you become worthy by making the worthy choices. That makes sense. Right. So, what, I'm, what I'm trying to get at is maybe this will help some people with OCD because a lot of mental illness has OCD attached to it. Because when I read that, I thought well, I literally had to pray left, continually, man. and it was it was rough. But we have two minutes left. Well, it's praying, making, having a life of prayer. How's that? Of 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 be praying to God and listening to God, praying to be led by His Spirit and being led by His Spirit into what? Into making the right decisions, choices. Right. Right. It always comes down to that, Denny. We have a minute left. It it always comes down to the the choices we make. That's what yeah, this life Right. That's what this life is about. We we either make worthy choices or unworthy choices. So we pray the Lord's Prayer because that's the prayer Jesus gave us. It's a prayer of the priorities of our... It's a prayer of priorities. And if you're praying that prayer, you should mean the prayer and want to do the prayer, or else you're just playing a game with yourself. To pray, deliver us right. from evil, and then go out ten minutes later and do evil? Well, why even pray the prayer? You see, it's... Right, but it's... It's being it's being in a prayerful state of mind, uh, uh-huh. a state of, of conscious of what God wants, of what God's leading you to do. Yeah, that's, I agree. Yeah, that's what it really is. It's not praying 17 hours a day. It's being led by the Holy Spirit to 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 do what Jesus said. To love God yeah. with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. So all worthy choices would be based on that, wouldn't they? That's true. Right. An unworthy choice wouldn't be based on loving God or your neighbor, right? Nope. No. It'd be based on yourself, what you want. That Nothing can change these things, Danny. This is like carved in stone. But anyway, there's 10 seconds left, and I just hope and pray that someone is helped by our show today. Someone is really blessed by this, and thank you for listening. God bless, and good night.